0: This is A Wee Bit of Everything, the podcast that explores all things sport and teaching. Hello there and welcome to the A Wee Bit of Everything podcast with your hosts Lewis and Clark. Thanks for coming back to tune in to this week's episode we really are amazed by all the support we have received from everyone so far. Our partner of the podcast is Premiership Experience, who have played a big role in helping us develop. Premiership Experience offer fantastic sports tours within the UK and abroad, so be sure to check them out on Twitter
1: at PremExperience. This is a professional learning platform where we get ideas and insights from like-minded professionals. Our vision is to inspire, to teach and to entertain. So let's get started with this week's episode of A Wee Bit of Everything. This week on the podcast, we're putting another spin on it as we've been given a few select questions from the Edinburgh Uni fourth year students in relation to the probation year. So our guest tonight is going to answer a few questions and Demi also completed her probation year in 2018-19, which was the last full year and then uninterrupted from COVID.
0: Tonight's guest is one of my good friends, Demi Mooty. Demi and myself went through the PGDE course at UWS together in 2017 where we both trained as PE teachers. We've got Demi joining, joining us tonight to talk to us a bit about her experiences within her probation year and she's going to answer a few questions like Clark mentioned um, that have been created by the fourth year students at Edinburgh Uni who will be starting their probation year this August. So I'm sure what Demi will have to say in relation to the questions will help a lot of students out there going onto the their probation year. Um, so um, we're, we're both really looking forward to, to hearing what she's got to say. So um, we'll get started. Right, Demi. Thanks for coming on tonight and making another very valuable contribution to the podcast. How's your day been?
2: Ah, thanks very much for having me on. It's a Absolutely. pleasure. Um, and day's been good. Thankfully, we've got two days until the summer holidays, and then we can we can relax before it all begins again in August.
0: Now, you know, I think we're all kind of looking forward to it after the the year that we've had, in that. So, Definitely. um it will be very welcomed when it comes but before we, we get started on the questions now could you give us and uh, the listeners just a week kind of background information on your kind of career to date so the journey you took to becoming a PE teacher in the school that you currently work in.
2: Yep. Um. so as you know my name is Debbie Mootie. I'm a PE teacher and I'm currently working in a school in North Lanarkshire um, and it's called the Head High School which is in Shots. and I graduated from uni in 2018 and I did the PGTE course in UWS and AR and was a student alongside Lewis yep. in that time. So, now no it was really good. Fellow um, car share
0: buddy.
3: Oh, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can't forget it. I think it's
1: maybe. So, what was it like as was a student? Was he organised?
0: Absolutely. 100%. Yep. 100%. Actually,
1: that, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, as no, organised as Denny, but.
2: <laughs> well no, it's good to be organised, Absolutely. You know, definitely, but no that's me, as of August, that'll be making it into my, my fourth year teaching, that's including my probation, so. Fourth year, the, is it? Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, August, so, aye, it's your fourth year, wow, that's mental.
2: Been at the same school since my, that was my second placement in the PGDE at head and got there for my probation got there from a year's course
3: supply
2: and then that's me here permanently
0: so nice. four years that's crazy it's absolutely falling by into That—that that is wild to think that but no brilliant thanks for that um, so we'll start off then with the the first question from the it was, it was the fourth year students at Edinburgh Uni that have, have asked the questions um, obviously because they're looking forward to their probation year come August um, so the first one that was asked was how much should we be taking on as probationers, and how much is too much on top of teaching our own classes? So you could answer that in kind of two parts.
2: Perfect. Um, I think with the first part, I think it's all about just finding the right time or finding the right balance, sorry, um, for you. So in terms of how much you're taking on, some are able to take on more than others. I'm not sure if you've found this for yourself, but there is no set amount of commitments that you should be taking on, but. At the same time, I would say you want to try and get involved in as much as you can throughout the year. Um, at the end of the day, everything that you do in your probation year can all go towards your application, which can then go towards your interview um, at the end of the year. And you want things to talk. You want like, to be able to talk about different things that you've done in your probation year, and then take that forward as well. Um, before I go on to like in terms of what you can do and get yourself involved in, I would say that it's better. You don't take far too much on your plate. I don't know if you agree with us or not, but yeah, you're better yeah. say, Think about you're not you don't say yes to absolutely everything because you don't then want to become overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And then when you put far too much on your plate. You then want to retract that, and you then have to approach people and say, do you know what, I actually can't do that anymore. And then you potentially let people down. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Did you feel so pressure? Did you feel pressure during your probation year to maybe not necessarily from your school, but like from hearing others like speaking to um, people that were in the year above us. <clears throat> sorry
3: do
0: no, you know what I mean it's as if like you need to go and do absolutely everything that you can yeah. but I think you made a good point like it's not so it doesn't hinder the quality of what it is that you're doing or
2: exactly yeah I did feel like definitely you, you think there's a probation in school that you should be getting involved in absolutely everything that's going on which mm-hmm. to a certain extent you should be because you should be keen and you want to get involved in things as well but At the same point, you you generally don't want to take too much on because you're still learning. It's 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 going to be a massive year ahead and you don't want to then sink with everything you put on your plate because you want to be able to manage that. And again, you you want that quality there as well with everything that you are doing. You don't just want to rush everything. Um, So Yeah, Yeah, I would say
1: say that as well. Don't spread yourself too thin. Um, And because you've only got the 21 contact periods, use that other five periods to observe other teachers. Like watch and pick up stuff, don't sit in the base and
2: sit mm-hmm. on your
1: phone or whatever. You want, to
2: be, you want to be busy as well, like absolutely, you don't want to sit in the base and, you know, look like you're doing absolutely nothing because there is plenty that you should be doing. Yeah, 100%. Um, but just taking it back to when I was a probationer, um, I took, you obviously want to make sure you get involved in the extracurricular, like I think that is definitely probably an expectation as a PE teacher, you should be getting in, getting involved, taking extra curricular where possible. And when I was at probation, I took a gymnastics and trampoline and extra kitler class. And then I also did a staff super circuits, which went down really, really well, because I could not only then make relationships with pupils outside of the learning and teaching time, but also build relationships with staff members
3: mm-hmm. out
2: with school um, mm-hmm. It's a more relaxed environment while everyone's trying to you know, get fit for summer as mm-hmm. well, so I think that was quite good as well, like, catering to pupils, also staff, where possible.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think when you do extracurricular as well, it's a different environment with, you you just said, it's more relaxed, isn't it, you do actually build the with the kids when it's outside school time, I don't know, it's just got a different feel to the class. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that definitely a good, good tip there. I
0: was, I was on the, the, the old breakfast club at, um, oh, uh, at, on my probation year, so it was a Friday morning, I was up making the toast and <laughs> just something like, doesn't it necessarily it. need to be sporty but it's just like giving a, ah, like
2: getting getting getting
0: it, people to see in a, a different light almost. And,
2: definitely, um, and that then, like thanks even getting involved with things that are happening out with your department, so whole school events, you know, there's all these events that happen in schools, they want volunteers.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So getting yourself out of your department and volunteering for other events as well would be really, really beneficial. And again, that leads back to getting your face known within the school, getting yourself known within um, or out with the department and with other staff members. And that then helps you network. Yeah, definitely.
1: So, There's so much to learn outside of the department as well. We have teachers. I, I remember I went to see a history teacher, like the deputy had told me, I asked the deputy who's good to go and see around the school and there was this history teacher that were just amazing, like behaviour management and getting attention to the class. I picked up so many wee tips off him and was able to take it back in the own classes.
3: Absolutely. I,
2: was, I think it's really, really good to do that. I did the same as well, Clark, where you, you go and even if you see pupils showing challenging behaviours,
3: mm-hmm. perhaps
2: in PE or whatever the subject may be, but if you go and during your periods off, see where these pupils are, go and observe them in a class and observe that teacher and how they respond to them and yeah. then you can take away like if things are working really well and you can try that and adopt that in your own um, lessons as well just to help you out.
1: Yeah, it's always good if they misbehave in their class as well and it's not just you. I
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a bit reassuring isn't it? Aye. <laughs> I,
1: think
0: that, I think that's such a, a massive one to do isn't it? Like in your probation year when you don't have a like a, a full timetable, is going making the absolute most of going and seeing other teachers. Yeah. Something it's something I I did do quite a lot, but I wish I did
3: like
0: I a a lot more of it because there's just so much to be learned from from doing that. Um, and when obviously after your probation, you're on that when you're get a full timetable, you just don't have that that time because you're too busy planning and everything else that comes with it. So there's, aye, there's just so much other wee admin tasks and all that that get in the way.
2: Definitely, for but. sure. See another thing um, would be even trying to organise an event of some sort. I know I was lucky enough when I was a probationer in Calderhead, there were three other probationers at the same time, time as me. And what we did is we all got together and then we thought, right, let's try and do some some event. So mm-hmm. what we did is created an S1 Health and Wellbeing Day, which was brilliant because I then brought the P side of things. There was an English teacher, a French teacher and a science teacher. So we just then had different topics. And we then just created a full health and, well day, health and wellbeing day for all S1 pupils. Got them off of timetable, and then we just had the meditation. So nice. it was amazing to get involved in that. And then again, that's just you showing more initiative, getting involved with things out within out with the department. And then that then going on in your application, and then you can mm-hmm. then talk about that in your interview as well. So that was really good. There's
0: was definitely plenty to be getting getting involved with. I. Like similar to that as well. Like even just be simple things. Like we had a, we have an activities day normally in a, like a, a typical year, um, where all the pupils like it's for one day only, and like all the teachers in the school like they put on their own activities. So that could be something within the school. Maybe they do like a football tournament or they'll organise a trip out with. So even taking the lead on something like that, because it gets it's good experience, like learning how to do those side, that kind of side of things as well. So There is a lot of organising logistics and that sort of stuff, and. Um, aye, so
2: it's not just a case of right I want to I've got this idea I want to just run go ahead with it and it needs to happen next week like there's just so much that you need to think about go and speak to your senior leadership team go and speak to your PT like how are you actually going to facilitate this full event or this day whatever it may be mm-hmm. there's just lots more to it I definitely um, another thing I would say would be like during exam time in terms of getting yourself involved during an exam time would be volunteering for readers and scribing.
3: So mm-hmm. for people
2: with um, additional support needs, you're getting yourself involved, you're being a reader, you're being a scriber for somebody within that school, and that's just showing you a different side. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at the support for learning side of things as well, like that then is going to help you within your class you then think, right, this person or this pupil um, is having difficulty with their literacy, how am I then going to deliver my lessons in order for them to be supported to ensure that learning can take place? Even things like that, mm-hmm. get involved um, so you can then understand.
1: Yeah, it makes, you under- it makes you understand it more, doesn't it? When you put yourself in one-to-one situation when you really need to support them, and you understand their needs. It makes you then think about your planning when you're, and even when you're teaching as well in the moment, like how they'll potentially be feeling people's with those needs.
2: Absolutely, you're just maybe assuming then that everybody actually understands when actually that's not the case. Mm-hmm. And people do need that more time, more more help because so that they can actually access the lemon.
1: I don't know if any of you did any of you was, uh, shadow of people. Was that was that as a student? Was that a probation year? As a student? Yeah, uh, from uh,
0: from
1: um, yeah. That was a fascinating. Experience.
0: I think that was one of our tasks that we had to do for uni, didn't we? I
2: was actually, yeah, I remember okay. that.
1: I love that. that, that I think
2: that was a pupil as well that did have additional support needs. Uh, yeah. To that was, yeah, that was right.
1: Good mm-hmm. just being able to see what it was like as a pupil going from class to class. Every like teacher's got different standards and expectations. It quite. It made me think about how I was approaching pupils when they quit my class and just expecting them to just know what I want. Whereas yeah. they've been in chemistry and it's a different set of different rules and different expectations it's just got me thinking
0: it'd be interesting to do a task like that just now but now that you've got a wee bit more experience in the in the job like sometimes I feel like as a probationer when you are observing other teachers like it can sometimes look like they're just making it look so effortless and you're like I don't even know what I'm looking for here Uh, do you know what I mean it's like oh what is like you just asked a question but they've actually asked it in a really specific way that gets the full class to think and it's not maybe putting someone completely on the spot and I and it's it's how they can actually facilitate, like, class discussions and all that, which can sometimes be, like, really hard, and that's what good teachers make look effortless.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
2: But,
1: anything
2: and, else then? Um, I would just say maybe jumping back to where Luce, or what Luce said. He volunteered with the Breakfast Club. Um, when I was a probationer, I did the lunchtime supervision, which was really good, and I would encourage people that are getting into you probation year to maybe get involved in this as well. And that just then... You're seeing pupils out with the teaching and learning environment, it's more mm-hmm. relaxed, it's more informal. You can then have more informal conversations to build relationships in that setting, and then that can then be transferred into the, the teaching area. And mm-hmm. then, if you've got a better relationship with pupils, 10 times or nine times out of 10, that they're, they are going to want to listen they're wanting to do well. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I found that definitely helped me. And even with pupils that I didn't necessarily know or teach, I was yeah. then able to go around to have a chat with them and build that relationship with them at that point.
0: You can also maybe bring a lot of pupils out with, like can of out their shell in your in your lessons as well, because you get like the the pupils that are very quiet, they don't really say much, or maybe because they don't feel like they've got that connection with you. Um, so that can I suppose help that, too.
2: that more informal environment then allows that to happen. Mm-hmm.
0: So I, I did. I I
2: thought that was really good, and I did that.
1: That was two lunchtimes. Yeah. A week. Yeah. Also, guys to chat to the staff as well that, that are doing the lunchtime supervision. With There was like a small group of teachers that do it in my school, and I used to do it every Tuesday. Not in probation year, but just uh, this, this year, it's just good to chat to the other members of staff and see what's happening in the school and keep no, up to date with stuff.
0: I certainly have missed this year big time in it. Like I feel like I've not seen half of the, the teachers that we normally kind of chat to at break and all that. It's just been like. S- just our department only. It's yeah. been quite weird, actually.
2: It's, uh, speedy, speedy visits as well. Like
1: yeah.
2: up, Like passing somebody in the corridor, it's like a quick, hiya, how you doing? Then
1: it's, I, know, I know, I know. I think I've, I think I've seen you more, Lewis, this year. On the, <laughs> I know. <on> the teachers in the school. I know, I know.
2: Are we sick of each other? <laughs> I
1: know. <laughs> no, nah, not at all. Gonna get sick of this man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, moving on then to... Question number two. Then we've kind of covered that uh, a little bit there. So it's basically they were wondering how many kind of non-free periods do you have, and what would you do with them?
2: Um, It really depends on your authority that you're placed in. I would say because North Ayrshire, they are making some changes just now, um, and they are now moving to a 32 period week. Um, I know probationers, I believe anyway, uh, can take up up to a maximum of 21 periods per week. So you do have a lot of time on top of that, that is your non-contact time, but certainly with that time I would say that your first priority is to ensure that you're organised and your preparation is done for all classes. Know that your PT and your mentor will be expecting block plans, um, lesson plans where possible, certainly during your observed lessons like for them it will be done and for you to have all your resources in place for your teaching Mm
1: -hmm. and
2: using your time some of your time to do that I would say is a must Um, I don't know what you think of that like did you
1: that's a priority isn't it the teaching the the 21 periods is a priority not the, the 11 that you've got off yeah
0: I think um, as well like certainly in my authority we also had like tasks that we had to do obviously because you get your probationer file like we had like a, a kind of ring binder with different tasks and stuff that we had to complete throughout the year um, that obviously had to that had to be completed just from the authority so we obviously went right. to different probationer days and then we had like set tasks and stuff that we had to do and um, obviously building towards the end where you had to do your practitioner inquiry thing as well which takes up a lot of, a lot yeah. of your non-contact time
3: mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. can yeah, yeah. kind of yeah. teaching, and then now you've got you've got your profile to keep on top of as well. So that's things that I would probably recommend keeping on top of rather than having to fill all that in at the at the very end because that could be was... an absolute nightmare of a a job to do. So have you done? No, I, kept, I I was on the ball, mate. I kept it going all the way through. Just chipped my way at it
1: <laughs> good, good man. You done? Yeah, you done? I got you to for me. Yeah. <laughs> Copy and paste
2: (laughs) the I was given that bit of advice as well, like prior to me being a probationer, is just dedicate one period per week Mm where you're going to sit down, you're going to log on to your GTC, and then you input all your CPD and you keep on top of that where possible. Because like that, Lewis, you do not want to keep that to the end of the year and then you're trying to think about events that you've been to, CPDs Um... you've been to, and then all put that in at the end of the year. Like that certainly helped me. You should just keep in it as much as you can and that's just much better to do that. It's one less worry yeah. at
0: the
3: end of
0: the year. Especially yeah. when you're writing about like, your CPD and all that. It's totally, like a lot of it kind of goes out your head and then you just end up writing a lot of nonsense on it. So it's doing it as you go and kind of obviously whatever you've learned, trying it in your classes and then actually kind of write, because it asks you like, what the impact of that particular part of CPD was and that. So you're better doing it there and then when it's fresh in your head and um, because... And all
3: the
2: North Anchor as well, what we had to do, we were given like a, it was like a timetable, and we had to put in what CPD events that we were doing, so that was maybe even local authority events, events that were happening within the school, it could be professional reading, anything like that, so we were given a template, and all I did is just filled it out, so any man on contact periods, any CPD events that I did, or even like marking, anything at all like that, I just noted that down. And then it was like I I, I colour coordinated it as in, was this a personal CPD Hmm. event? Was it professional reading? Was it local authority? And that just helped me when I was then inputting all that information onto my GTC account. So Mm -hmm. that worked for me. I'm not going to say it's going to work for everybody. No,
1: Um, that's a a sensible way of doing it. I kept a a CV, like a log of a professional record. It was just like a Word document, basically bullet points. I went to that course on that date. Just that was it. was just basically that and then Mm -hmm. tried to... Just kept uh just kept updating every time I went to a course, and then tried to update the profile the next day or the next night uh, after the course. Because then, as you said, you need to talk about the impact Lewis and it's had in teaching and your reflections on it. So how yeah, you could update, you could upload the PowerPoint as well, couldn't you? you I think there's uh, can, yeah yeah. Uh that's another thing. Like try and get as long along as many courses as possible. I don't know what you think about that, Demi, but
3: no, definitely.
0: And listening, listening to this episode of the podcast as well. That could be some non-contact time listening.
2: <laughs> so I, I did actually put that on my um, CPD manager this year. Uh-huh. Um, I put on that I was listening to your, your podcast. Listening
1: I, like my, to I was getting signed off this year, so it was in the end the of five years or whatever it is. And
3: okay.
1: I just put in podcast, started in April. Nothing else, hashtag Oboe. Uh, uh, and then it's currently still running so that's me hey. I think of my 35 hours <laughs>
2: yeah, that's <true. laughs> um, but no I would definitely say that like with the external events even if you try and go to like mo- um, moderation events for mm. either national five higher or whatever course that was running in that school I did that within the local authority and found that really really good it was a higher marking event and you're just getting involved, there's other PE teachers there that are delivering higher or they've got no experience in delivering higher at all. And you just go, you've got a sample paper, everybody marks it mm-hmm. and then you're having that conversation and discussion with colleagues, people from other um, schools, like right? for question one, what did you give? Was it one mark? Was it two marks? And then you're having that conversation. Yeah. And that's been really, really helping.
0: They are so helpful, those tasks, aren't they? Exactly. Like that's mm-hmm. a...
1: Aye, hey, we've been a lot better that over the last few while. What doing the just for the moderation stuff? there's like, been loads so of that, hasn't
3: there? Uh, yeah.
1: I think because of COVID, that's there's been more because we've had the market, but it's been helpful. I think for, for definitely. Yeah. I mean, yep. I've, yep. Reading it's so helpful. many different
0: answers on that, and mm-hmm. just having that conversation in your department with your obviously your colleagues and
2: yeah, it's great that you can do that with your own pupils. Mm-hmm. Also if you're getting sample papers from another school. Yeah. And it's great because you know really what your pupils are writing or what you Aye.
0: are
2: like encouraging them to write. So
0: yeah.
2: then it's then great seeing another paper.
0: And then different another methods of school. gathering data and all that sort of stuff. Aye.
2: And then it's just that it's just so much better. Like you then it's very wide. You can see a range of different answers and responses.
0: hmm I definitely. I don't know. See, I See a in my probation year, I was doing a, a maternity cover. So, see, there's just there's nothing. Should do like a change of timetable and that. Like, you do, don't you? I we spoke about that. Um, like August. Just, yeah. So you just change the timetable and go. the yeah, next year
3: Usually,
2: up,
0: and... yeah, Usually in um, June we change timetable, but this right. year all this it out. Mm-hmm. Same Aye, same. Um, but during my, my probation year, um, we, I was on a, doing a maternity cover and. Come during when it was a change of timetable. The women who I was covering for came back, so I had literally no classes. So I went to the feeder primary schools. So I made a point mm-hmm. of like emailing them and going down and just delivering some PE lessons down there. Um, I thought that was like quite like that had a served a decent purpose. Do you know what I mean? So you're kind of giving them the the P7s a bit of flavour of what PE is going to be like when they come up, and um, yeah. they're getting to see a, a familiar face. And again, you're getting to Further your expand your network with like the kind of local primary schools and that. But uh-huh. I've heard it, I've heard it, like a lot of people doing that as well. But I don't know if any use didn't like that or.
2: No, I never. I, as a probationer, I had went down. in fact, no, I think I was a, a student, and I had went down to one of the feeder primaries, and I just delivered some PE mm-hmm. to like a range of um, primary ages. Yeah. But I, I felt that was really good. It wasn't really primary seven, but ah. it was certainly younger age groups within that primary. Yeah. Like, you can just see what he's like in the primary, and then you can see the standard that will come up and eventually meet mm. you as in the, end the first year.
0: Also, it also allows you to avoid getting police takes for, for elsewhere in the school. <laughs> you can still teach yeah, PE. Cool.
1: <laughs> I think every primary school should have a PE teacher, but... Um, Aye, or Have I,
0: something set up where there is some form uh,
1: of... was a rotation. From, we, we did that in our school, before COVID... We, we would take a turn of visiting the local primaries and throughout the year and they'd go out for an afternoon one that was good, half, half day um, but because there was a preparation of coming to my school after me, I just took their timetable for that month if you know what I mean?
2: Alright. Okay. Yeah.
1: So then I, 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 I was needed to take that but I so you know, know
2: some local authorities not sure which ones but they definitely are timetabled to go down to the primary schools to deliver some I think reason.
1: it's Falkirk, Falkirk is it? it's it? Like, I'm sure. Uh, I
2: think somewhere up there, but uh, uh, that's definitely something maybe think about then for those that are given Falkirk as their local authority, is to expect that, to go down okay. to the primary schools, feed their ones and, and deliver PE. I, think
1: it, I think because of Covid as well, like how a lot of people have missed out on so much activity over two years, like a good idea. It would help us, I think, when they come up in first Absolutely. year. For sure.
2: Certainly for um, activities for them to be assessed in at National 5, 4
3: yeah.
1: and higher. I know, I think, I, think our, I think our march might take a dip in the next few, but hopefully not. But just because of the, the time I've had of it for their kind of first yeah. and second years, the ones going into third year or fourth year of the now, makes might see a difference in the practical abilities inside. Absolutely. Yeah,
2: I I think just, you know, I, it was unfair, wasn't it? It was, I know. we have get kids that, you know, should have been doing basketball, should have been 30 out of 30,
3: uh-huh.
2: and they're maybe forced to do another activity that they've not had experience since maybe mm-hmm. since second year or whatever due to the restrictions. So, but you just have to go on with it, and
1: that's been tough.
2: That. So, yeah, but I would say uh, another thing that you maybe should be doing in your non contact periods, um, it's quite general as well, is just familiar, familiarise yourself with the your department routines. So, During that period off, a couple of periods off, particularly at the start, familiarise yourself with the behaviour policies. You're going, you're going to get so many policies given to you on your first day. It's just have a read over them. What is expected? If somebody is maybe misbehaving in your class and what do you do? If somebody isn't bringing their kit, then what's the policy for that? Mm -hmm. And you're then just working in line with the rest of the department. Yeah, Um, I think that's
1: crucial. You don't want to be doing your own thing.
2: No, definitely not. Another thing, just equipment. Where's the equipment kept? And everything really should be in order and the equipment covered. But you know, we all know we're all probably guilty of it as well. flinging things in and then just everything goes back in its own place and then that's then
0: yeah.
2: me, for the next person. They don't know if they have to run about and look for it. Just that's all-
0: massive. That's all things that can be controlled, isn't it? Like you don't need yeah. to that just makes that's one less thing to worry about, one less thing to stress about when you're when you're planning. It's hard enough. So if you know where oh. absolutely everything is and
1: uh, someone was saying in Lucy's school. He's got half the equipment in his house. <laughs> 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 he's getting, you're getting a volleyball mate home, aren't you? Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, getting that for the summer. Take it away, camping. Get, get some games of volleyball. <laughs>
2: That's my volleyball mate.
1: Uh, uh, Aye, <laughs> got my agree, game. Man. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait to go on the beach from, in sky and play some I volleyball. Don't it, I don't
0: know if I don't know if it will work on the on the beach. We need to get special pegs for it. I know. <laughs> we'll <make> it <laughs> we need to get a team together. I think we're going to struggle to get twelve people playing volleyball we we get
1: up to them in a few weeks. we are going to Sky to play volleyball. I <laughs> <laughs> actually really
3: really
2: enjoy volleyball.
1: It's good fun, isn't it? Brilliant. It really is. It's such a good sport, isn't it, to do as a staff lunchtime. So anybody that's oh, listening, organise a staff lunchtime club as well. Aye. Volleyball.
2: Even like the, the Perth volleyball days
0: out. Oh, know, we so never did that,
1: but we were going to do that. were not it we, when
0: we were that's at uni, right. but we, we didn't go and do it. I was gutted about that, because that looked class. You go and camp and everything. And then that's you... right, yeah, uh, the full uh,
3: weekend.
0: Is <laughs> that just a student like, thing, or can anybody go and do that?
3: Well,
2: I believe
0: that's anybody. Is it? That sounds good. I,
2: I think, to be fair, it is, it is mostly mm-hmm. teachers or students.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yes, no, we, had, we, we had big Ross McKellars, didn't we, in our. our oh, club. that's
2: right.
0: Who was yeah, that? A pro volleyball player. So. He's
2: amazing. I always,
0: I always hated going against him when we were playing in, in uni. And he's, he's hammering down these in
3: big.
2: He's
0: right big, deadly smash shots.
3: <laughs>
0: um, but, yeah. Quite happy with that one, Demi. Anything else you want to add? or?
2: I, know I would just then follow on from what you. you were saying about observing other teachers. Because I know certainly me and I would say people that are maybe just finishing their student year, the way things have been impacted with COVID and restrictions, then your content, content knowledge might be a bit more limited mm-hmm. than usual years. So just to go in, observe teachers and maybe more specialised activities, so for example, trampolining, gymnastics, um, dance, where possible, because that's then going to increase your content when you're then delivering that. For me, I was then told that we're going to do a block of orienteering in my probationary year or student year as well. And I I didn't have any experience in orienteering whatsoever. So what I did is I ensured that I went in observed one of the teachers that were deliver, was delivering orienteering so then I could better understand that before me getting into a class of 30 kids and try my best and delivering an orienteering so any activities that you maybe lack a bit of knowledge in then get yourself involved in classes that are, that are doing that activity and it's just going to help you when you then are going to deliver that.
0: Yeah definitely because there's Probably a lot, like a lot of there's a lot of activities. That, there's just so many activities that your school might deliver, and and you're not going to be a pro at absolutely every one of them. You know what I mean? So,
2: no, definitely no. and ma when I was a student, I had went to a school and they delivered ultimate frisbee. Oh, and ultimate had, frisbee. And what was great. Um, so they're national five pupils. Did it? But that was one of their Brilliant. like, uh-huh, assessment performance. They, yeah? But they were okay. amazing at it because they, did... that was an activity they did from BGE.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. I wonder if their teacher was maybe someone that went to Edinburgh Uni because I know the Unis have ultimate frisbee teams. Do they? Oh, right?
2: Maybe then.
0: Do you know what I mean? Like we, when we were playing football for, for, sorry, we're going off topic here, but when we were playing football for the the uni team, um, we were through Edinburgh and there was a like a game of ultimate frisbee going on. Just like they played in a league and they had oh. the students, they had the students that we had drawn in that filming the game and everything. I was like, oh, that's a bit it's fancy, aye, isn't it? Aye, a bit serious. But
1: that you know, was aye. It's it's, it's like a great sport, demoing. like it's good fun. Yeah. What are you saying? Them that me and you had a drone. We were... a ourselves uh out runs and stuff like that, but we used to take it to climb hills, we'd take it in the boot, park up and then we'd open the boot, get our shoes on and go, ah, we we'll not take it today, will we? <laughs> 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 Couldn't we be bothered carrying it or setting it up? <laughs> oh, but, it was a waste of time buying like, it. We sold it to a guy for like what was no, we got it what was it we got it for? Four years, uh, we've got over a four year kind of (laughs) contract. Finance the drone. uh, Finance the drone, uh, I was £10 a month each for four years. (laughs)
2: Give it up after two weeks.
0: I I didn't think we'd ever put that out there, but there you go. There it is. Open. For for all to hear. (laughs) Um, Aye, so no, brilliant, Demi. That's uh, a lot of valuable advice in there for for the. um, fourth year's going into their, their probation year, they, they can definitely take on board. So next question, did you have your own NQ class or did you team teach? And what is team teaching like? So again, you can break that down into a couple of questions.
2: Okay, no, um, I can talk about my own experience in terms of having my own National 5 class as a probationer and I can talk about team teaching now because I didn't actually team teach at all as a probationer,
3: Mm -hmm. Um, but
2: I've certainly done that now. Yeah, So I had my own National 5 class, and I was really, really lucky because it was quite a small class. Mm -hmm. And it started off, it was a senior National 5 class initially, so it started off with a bigger number, and then of course as Christmas came, there was more people that were just leaving, Um, so it was... I, there was only there was very few that were actually presented in the end. So for me that was great because I didn't have a full class of thirty in front of me. I was then able to really take my time with the pupils that I had to go through each command word and each question in the the portfolio and really just try and deepen their knowledge as much as I could without you know the overwhelming feeling of thirty kids sitting in front of you. Yeah. So it was really really good in that sense. Um, and with it being a senior class as well, I then had extra time with them because our six yeah, yeah, six periods per week. So I had three double periods per week to deliver a national five class. There was lots of time as well that I had um, free. So mm.
3: if I
2: wanted to maybe cover something that Yeah, maybe a bit more better, then I could do that. I had the time and the scope to do that where I wasn't pushed for time. Yeah.
0: How many do you get for like S4? Is it do you get four periods a week? Yep. We yeah, got four as well. We were five, but it's went to four.
2: Oh, really? So mm-hmm. you've always been four. And then for senior phase, it's always been an additional two. Yeah. But that, about- that additional two periods is just like amazing because you then have like so much time. I know that my colleague at the time, she had a National 5 class um, and it was an S4. And then I had the, the senior class. And I remember even saying to my colleague that she was pushed and stretched for time because of the holidays. You know, they fail on the Friday and the Monday and that's when she had her class. Mm-hmm. Whereas I was like, oh, I've actually got less pupils in my class and I've now got more time. So I feel quite bad in that sense.
0: <laughs> but it's good to, that's a good experience for you starting out though, with a smaller class and having that amount of time with them. and
2: Oh, definitely. It really like helps
0: you find your feet, doesn't it?
2: Absolutely. I always said that to my PT as well. Like, I've been so fortunate to be in this position because it is like such a small class as well. And I can, you know what it's like if you going into your probation year. I had never taught National 5 at all. You know, you get snippets in your student year and certainly in your, your PGDE course or your BED course. Mm-hmm. But having that responsibility of having your full class and you're, you're the person responsible for getting in that, that national qualification and to ensure that you're delivering the right things. So yeah. having that extra time with the little amount that I had in front of me was was great. Mm-hmm. get my head round about it as well. Aye,
0: ah, yeah, I feel just... Practice, oh, sorry, Clark,
1: back. when you go. What was it like practically then? The kind of smaller numbers? Did, like I would say did?
2: practically it wasn't as good because there was then limited activities. Yeah. So we couldn't do like a full football game. So it was then right when we're writing our portfolio, for example, they're maybe saying that they're doing their condition game. Wasn't actually a full condition game that they were able to play due to numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, but having said that, at the same time there was the higher class time
3: during the same
2: period. So what would happen is if we were doing training sessions or anything that required a wee bit more numbers, then we could join in with the higher class, as long That's as that didn't what they were doing at that time. So that was good in that sense. I wasn't completely stuck. Um,
1: yeah, it's good. It's good when it happens when another class comes down that you can join with because it means you can with the teacher and collaborate as well and work, and work as a team which I'm sure you're going to talk about yeah
2: soon. I think Louis should probably maybe chip in a wee bit more here in terms of team teaching mm. um, so for this year I have team taught and I would just say that like most important thing for team teaching is ensuring that that communication between you and the person you're team teaching with is is just so vital and so important you know you want to make sure that both of you are in line with each other yeah. in terms of your teaching so if it's a national class or a higher class that both of you are using the exact same answer structures mm-hmm. for the hey, that's, that's
0: key that it's just...
2: definitely like you can't say that well Lewis you're going to teach pupils this way I'm teaching with you and I'm going to say no actually in my class you're going to use this answer mm-hmm. strategy like they both need to line up to yeah. avoid confusion as much as
3: possible to the pupils
0: mm mm-hmm. And that's worth sitting down and having that conversation even before you, like, I suppose it could be before you maybe introduce a new command word or something like that. It doesn't necessarily need to be right at the very start when you're, like, planning the full thing, but that it can, it can be done on an kind of ongoing basis, right? How are we going to teach the, the first section of the portfolio? What yeah. kind of structure are you going to use? How are you going to teach? the Evaluate questions, everything like that. Um, so that I, because it is, other than, because you know how many structures there are out there? There's just so many different all the schools do it differently. Everyone's got their own experiences of doing it. And then, if that's getting lumped on all the, the pupils, then it's going to be a nightmare for them to try and understand that.
2: Especially, you know, yourself, you, you put yourself as a pupil. You know, mm. if you're two different teachers, like ideally, they should be in line with each other. Like,
0: yeah, she,
2: some from the same hymn sheet.
0: Aye, definitely. But I think as well, so see. In my probation year and that year just there. So we do the National Five Games course through four activities. We do volleyball, badminton, basketball and hockey. Um, And during, during my probation year, I did it because I was obviously, I wasn't as confident. So for example, if we were on badminton, I would do this badminton with the other teacher. So for example, she would teach it for the first period and then I would just find out what she did, carry on from that and then kind of teach it together and have that collaboration that way. Whereas last year, I would maybe do the badminton block, and then she would do the volleyball block, and yeah. you know, so there's kind of different ways of doing it. And I think the the first way helped me with my confidence, with uh-huh. having a, a national qualification class and team teaching, because it kept me right. And I just asked loads of questions and um, just.
1: Kinda I would say, uh, I would say hands down, teams, team team teaching is the best thing you can do. If it was if it was for me, if it was up to me, I would make all national classes and all higher classes, uh, team you need to team teach it because i've learned I've, I've been team teaching my national class this year depends on the person you're team teaching with, obviously but i've, I've learned so- i think just being open-minded and just chatting with stuff i've learned so much from her um mm. and it makes me a better teacher knowing that we're team teaching yeah uh, that accountability side of it. Like knowing,
0: yep. i um, think it also sometimes kind of halves the workload as well doesn't it like if you're planning it together you're ta- chatting about it together rather than have have your own class where you've got to I think about it, you've yourself. got to come up with everything. So I think yeah. it's
1: good yeah. in that sense. Because um, like, they see things you don't see and then you develop it in the best way.
3: I
2: suppose you do then. You, you work with your, your colleagues. You no, know, certainly I was more new into the department, so they had far more experience than what I did. Mm-hmm. So you're taking more confidence as well if they're teaching it a certain way. You know, they've taught it for X amount of years as well. So oh, exactly. that actually is helping me.
1: Mm-hmm. It might be things from everybody
0: yeah I definitely I so I've got my come August my my first national five classes to myself so um, that'll be another good experience I suppose it'll be something new for me um, yeah. but no definitely team teaching is I think it's the way to go especially when you're starting out that definitely helps build confidence and then if it does come to a point where you have to teach your own classes yourself then you've got that experience and then you can make tweaks and kind of set it to to the way yeah. you want to do it so no
2: even though when, obviously it was me as a probationer, i'd said that i had had my own national five class but i was very fortunate as well that during my non-contact periods there was another s4 class that was they had the national five during that time so what i then did is went down and sure that i observed my colleague and whatever she was teaching you know i was like but i can take that idea i can then use that when I'm moving on to that particular part of the portfolio or the part of the course. And that just helped me loads. So you might not get a National Five class that you'll be sharing. You might you might actually come in in August and be like, right, here's your National Five class, or here's your higher class. Like, it's your class, so on you go. So for me, that definitely helped, is looking at the timetable, looking at any other senior phase classes, particularly National Five, and seeing if you could possibly go in during that time to assist where possible. Um, just go in and observe and you know get involved in as much as you can
3: because
1: that certainly helped me lots. Yeah definitely. When I was on probation year I was on my other boy and he got the national class and I never so I felt hard done by but I done, I done what you done and got in and observed with another teacher yeah. twice I think it was I was able to go in once or twice mostly once but then I was able to help with the training the portfolio but I didn't really have as much as the other boy I was on probation year with but it's not an excuse, as you said, just get out and try and make it work.
2: Definitely. Mm-hmm. Get involved wherever you can. Aye. You'll be fine. If it all works <laughs> out in the
1: end, you know. No, when the
0: time comes you need to put the work in and you will ultimately do it. So you'll find a uh, way to do it. You've
2: got no you've got no other option. Yeah, no, no. You've, you've yeah. got kids in front of you, you need they need their qualification and you need to deliver it. So you know, that hard work starts from August and yeah. get yourself prepared and it's up to you how you do that, whether that's, you know, your own professional reading or your own going into other classes to observe whatever possible. So you just need to make sure that uh, you are prepared.
0: But even actually attempting, sorry, last thing on that, like even for, like, for the theory side of things, just doing a por- just fill out a portfolio and answer the questions and um, maybe even get someone in the department to look over it or try, try a past paper for the higher course. Yeah. And, Get just get a feel for you, like shaping your knowledge and experiences through the the command words and and the answers and and whatnot. So that's um also quite a handy task to be able to or to do and get someone in your department to look over it and mark it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Sure that you
2: are, uh-huh. that is meeting the the standard of national five
1: or, or higher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now falling on for that then what what extra preparation should be done if if uh, we are give, if they are given a higher class or a national five class before August before they start. What kind of things have you learned over the years?
2: Um, well, I would say that, well, probationers, first of all, should be given a certificated class, which they would present to SQA. So whether they are given a national four or five or higher class, they need to expect one of them. Um, mm-hmm. So in terms of the prep, the first thing I would say, maybe over summer, obviously have your holidays and have your time to relax before your big year ahead. but you know, go onto the SQA website. There is lots of useful information on in there in terms of your course specs, your outlines, the assessment details, like everything that they'll need to know in order for them to deliver the course that they are, they are tasked with.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Another thing, useful thing would be SAT PE. I know that I was, I've been a member of SAT PE since I was a probationer, and they've got loads and loads of useful resources I've been added to the, the team. SAP yep. even team and Microsoft Teams and there's just so many resources that you could take from the senior phase. Do like a, like, there's like the Nando's command words um, for national five and higher so getting involved the other like SAP or any other areas like that just get involved mm-hmm. get reading.
1: Yeah, yeah <laughs> stay, op- stay open-minded and just try and use those kind of resources to the best of your ability. And
0: yeah asking people on twitter as well normally that gets a a good response i'm a massive community on twitter so but i'm I'm sure like all the all the students that are listening just now are obviously they kind of know that they'll be they're all on twitter and i think a lot of them are are part of the the team as well but for maybe for those of them that that aren't that all those resources are there and people are nine times out of ten will will help you that will be twitter
2: like (laughs) I've i took loads and loads of ideas from Twitter. I didn't yeah. actually realise how useful it was. I never used Twitter before. Mm. Like I was a student, and yeah. um, even like obviously get your certificated resources as well. But see, even like BGE stuff, right. like there's so many innovative and creative ideas on Twitter that I have just taken and just you know delivered to my own classes that have been really welcomed by right. and,
1: and lockdown, it was good, wasn't it? Mm all the other online stuff was so good that it was getting put up yep. yeah I got I managed um, to get
0: a class sport ed booklet off some guy and it was um, it's been brilliant for my s3 elective class hes did it through football and um for the best part it was it was decent actually it was the first time I actually tried using it and it worked so well
2: uh-huh, it's great and, and the thing is people are are willing to share as well the resources which is mm-hmm. great so all you do is you just ask and you know try and give them something back as well so you mm-hmm. can just
0: everything. yeah it' um, be like a retweet.
2: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: no, brilliant.
2: My email so is. Any,
1: any other extra, extra bits?
2: Um, I would say just shadow colleagues wherever possible in their delivery of certificated courses and that will then help you when you are delivering your, the course to your own class. And one that I would say is really, really important is just be humble and ask questions whenever you are you're struggling you're stuck ask questions you know questions is not a sign of weakness it's a sign that you want to do well for the pupils in front of you
3: yeah.
2: and if you're really unsure about something it's just so important you go and you check that out and mm-hmm. don't want to just pretend that you you know exactly what you're doing you don't because like these pupils they do need to get their qualification at the end of the day and you don't want to then be teaching something the completely opposite way or maybe even wrongly for you yeah. then to change that so just ask questions and don't be scared
0: yeah I yeah, guess a lot okay. of a lot of students like I don't know about you Demi but didn't really get a chance to or won't get a chance to teach like an at 5 or a higher class on their placements as yeah. well and right. you've only like you need to think about it like especially if you're doing a postgrad right you might be doing a one-year course coming from like a sport development course or uh, a coaching course or whatever where you have get maybe got a, a decent knowledge about sport and things but Um, not necessarily about the PE curriculum so if you are then doing a one-year course you're expected to learn everything that comes with the course we teach in behavior management organization all that sort of stuff Um, and then you get lumped with a an NQ a a higher or an at five class in your your probation year how are you expected to to know that full curriculum inside out so you need to you do need to ask loads of questions and it's
2: And the thing is, you're going in, you know, you're you're just being a student. You're not expected to know absolutely everything. And even now, like...
0: There's so much. There's just so many ways it can be taught.
2: So many teachers that still um, ask questions, you know. I think it's just so important that just whatever you're struggling, anything at all, a wee bit of advice, you tap into the experience of your department and they'll they'll happily help you because at the end of the day, people want you to do well. Mm -hmm. I know that from my own experience, you know, if you're asking questions and people will be willing to help you.
1: Yeah, it's a first year as well, they are not not supposed to know everything as you said, so they won't know everything by the end of the year either, so just takes
2: certainly with the year that students have just had, like Lucy's saying, if you have done a PGDE course, then I know, like my friend for example, she was on the PGDE this year and she's missed out in like one placement, so... Already, it's quite tight anyway. Uh-huh. PGCE PGE course, so if you're missing out in on that one placement, that's that's a lot.
0: Uh-huh.
2: It In one year, you know, so.
0: Really, does uh-huh. just get just gets you started, doesn't it? And then until you actually get into to the actual job and learning what it's actually like full time in a school. Absolutely, and
2: then you're the you're that person. You're the only person in that class. You know, you can't turn around to the teacher and be like, "Help me." I know. I know. You're responsible. You are the teacher in that class.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of the fourth year students as well who'll be listening and having taught talk inside in second here, but I would, I would say don't put too much pressure on yourself. You know, don't stress out, as Demi said. Take, take it, don't take yourself too seriously. Just ask questions and um, be open to learning and I'm sure you'll, you'll do fine. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. Well, that ends the, the main body of the
0: podcast for tonight. Demi, you'll be glad to know. Um, the final part is the quick fire round that we do with all the guests. So, three quick questions um, and three kind of off the top of the head answers. Nothing here designed uh, to catch you. All right. You ready?
2: Okay. I'm ready.
0: Sure. Positive. <laughs> cool. Right, let's go. Right, number one. If you could have a giant billboard anywhere in the world, what would it say on it? Or, or in your hometown, maybe? Oh,
2: okay. I um...
0: will go worldwide
2: do <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bit positive i'd say if you see someone without a smile give them one of yours
1: i love that clark's philosophy that's why i smile at least every day
2: you <laughs> make somebody stay. i think it's just so important i just can don't smile, that's...
1: i know you never know the impact you're having do you
2: i know i always say that and even like i don't know i've just got a thing in schools, even walking by a corridor, like in a corridor, if you're walking by a people, a teacher, whatever, just good morning.
0: exactly. so
2: happy in the morning, just like, no, well, you know what, you can actually change somebody's day. I know that this is an off topic as well, but on the way to work, there's a a Lollipop lady, and I drive by her every single morning, Mm -hmm. and every morning, she just makes my day. I don't know her name. We just don't know each other, but we went from looking at each other to smiling. You now
3: it's a
0: wave. <laughs> so that relationship's built through a window every morning. <laughs> I just
1: love it. Just- well, a high five next when you're allowed. Man, no I'll be speaking to Debbie in a couple of years, so we're gonna get nights out there.
3: No.
1: Missoula. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, okay. Brilliant. Number two then. What people or book, books, sorry, have had the, the greatest influence on your life?
2: Um, I would say a recent read, hopefully I can say this, it's, it's a title, it's called Just Fucking Do It right. and it's by Nur Hibbert and it's just a, a personal development book and it's all about um, having a more positive outlook
3: Brilliant.
2: which is really, really good so if, if nobody has read that I would encourage you to do so because it's it's really good.
0: What's the author's name?
2: Noor Hibbert.
0: Noor Hibbert? Yeah. German?
2: No, I don't think she is,
0: John. No. Oh, well, brilliant. Right then, final one then, Demi. What one piece of advice would you give to a teacher about to embark on their probation year?
2: I suppose I kind of just said that in the last question, but if you're unsure about anything at all, just ask questions. Like, everybody wants you to do well. Mm -hmm. Um, So don't pretend that you know what you're doing if you don't, deep down.
0: Just mm-hmm. ask the question and be sure before you go and do whatever you're doing. That's why we do this podcast: to ask the questions, isn't it? Mhm. Aye, oh, yeah, absolutely. Learn so much from it. Yep. Brilliant. That's- well, that that um that rounds off tonight's episode. Very um. What's the word I'm looking for? I was going to say eloquently there. That rounds off tonight's nice, episode. Nice I'm, try, I'm trying to get off flowery with my words and then I end up just having a brain fart. So <laughs> that rounds off the episode nicely tonight, Demi. So thanks again for giving up your time and coming on to um, share your experiences during your probation
1: year. Well,
2: thanks very much for having me on. Hopefully the, the listeners take something away from
1: that tonight. Thanks again for joining us on this week's episode of the podcast. We hope you've been able to take something away that you can implement into your practice or life. If you regularly listen to the podcast, then why not leave us a review to
0: let us know how we're doing and where we can perhaps improve. That way we can take action and further develop the Obo podcast. Until next time, we hope you have a fantastic week. Take care.